Hello and welcome to Wham Bam Tram. It's episode three of our summer podcast, and today we're off to the harbour front. The government's commissioned a consultancy study, $7.5 million, into shared use cycle paths on the central to Wan Chai stretch of Hong Kong Island's harbour front. So we're chatting with the chairman of Hong Kong Cycling Alliance, Martin Turner, on what we could expect to see from that, and indeed, learn all about the latest from the harbour front cycling movement. So let's welcome Martin into the studio. So here we are with Martin Turner. He is gamekeeper turned poacher. <laughs> Usually Martin's a co-host on Wham Bam Tram. Today he's in the spotlight and we'll be asking him the difficult questions. So uh, let's see how it goes. Welcome, Martin. And thank you. Good to be here again. <laughs> okay. So Martin, some good news, I thought. Uh, the government's spending $7.5 million on a new study of shared use cycle tracks at the central to Wan Chai waterfront. Is that a good thing for us? Oh, another seven and a half million of our money spent. Well, that'll be, um, that'll be, I'm sure, a wonderful thing. The studies of cycling on the on the harbour front have, have come through from time to time. The government, you know, way back in 2012 and before, were you know, very, very clear they were aware of the, the, the calls for cycling. And indeed, it's hard to avoid it. Every one of the many studies of development of the harbour front has had you know, the public clamouring for cycling. You know, not just regular cyclists or active cyclists like me, but all sorts of people stand up and say, oh, we want to be cycling. We want to be cycling along the harbour front. You know, people are talking about transport and, and leisure movement along the harbour front. The government often has responded with, with, with a trivial replacement of, of transportation, functional cycling, uh, with talk of, of play areas, little circular cycling parklets where people can, children can cycle round and round. So mm. there's been this long-standing refusal of the government to accept the potential and the, uh, the calls for, for cycling along the harbour front. Yeah. So will this study make any difference, do you think? Do you know what the scope of it is? We don't know much about it yet. Um, as I say, it's 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 limited geographically to to the central harbour front area, which has always been part of the problem. That you know the development of cycling along the harbour front is intended to or should be to connect different locations along the harbour front so that people can mosey along from one place to the next. It, it's not particularly in in, in my uh, expectation a, a major transportation route. You know, cycling on the harbour front is is to serve harbour front visitors. So that you know, a family visiting from you know, abroad or, or local at the harbour front, and they figure, hey, we've, we've just walked here from the MTR. It's been about you know, 800 metres. Okay, there's an ice cream and we've seen the view, but now we want to look at the harbour front. And they want to move along the harbour front to somewhere else, to, to the convention centre, the Golden Bauhinia, or, or on to um, locations east or west. And if there is nearby a bunch of rental bicycles with an octopus swipe and they can just pick them up and cycle along for the next 500, 800 metres until they want to stop and look at something, then you have a useful facilitator for people enjoying the harbour front. But this has never really entered the consciousness of the planning and we end up with um, this consideration, recognition that some people are asking for cycling. Uh, and sometimes just uh, uh, there have been reports um, I, I, I refer to the 2009 urban design study for the Central Harbour Front. Here we are, 12 years ago. It's a very similar study. Hmm. There, there was recognition that there was indeed widespread public call for cycling, but the TD guy said, we, we, don't, we don't think it would be possible. It would be difficult to allow cycling along the waterfront for safety reasons. That was when? 2012? 2009. Nine, right. 
Mm. Um, TD said it, the promenade is designed primarily for pedestrians, so we can't have cycling. Mm. This is in a, a design process. They, they're already saying it's designed for pedestrians. Well, mm. <laughs> isn't that supposed to be what, what we're thinking about, who it's designed for? I mean, these different categories of people, pedestrians and cyclists, who are apparently so fundamentally dissimilar that they can't be allowed to mix. Yeah. Obviously, as well, you can talk about leisure along the harbour front, but there is a key connectivity problem uh, around there, around Tamar Park, for example. You can't cycle under that under that underpass there. And there's no real way to cycle from Star Ferry Pier on the harbour front, for example, to the convention centre. Uh, this is true. This is all true. Um, I do, and I've always advocated the harbour front cycleway to be a support feature of the harbour front okay so you're thinking of it as a sort of as more of a, a thing that's actually by the harbour rather than a route yes yeah. it's it's a, it's it's an enabler for the harbour front i mean mm. think about it we we have and the design going way back for the the, the concept for the harbour front was this long-standing planning the government's planning of the harbour front has been the access to it should be from from the inland points along uh, along the mainland trunk of of MTR and and the roads, well, you know that's several hundred meters at any of those points to get to the harbour front. So you know, the harbour front was to be accessed by people getting off their bus, tram, or or train, and and walking to the harbour front. Well, when they get there, what are they supposed to do? Mm. They can look at the sea, and they can you know admire the view, buy an ice cream, and then and then what? Well, they can walk along the harbour front, and uh, but walking along the harbour front is is not everybody's cup of tea, and it's you know people don't go that far. They don't quite know where they're going, and it's it's not getting them anywhere. They're not going to different places along the harbour front, and so the harbour front doesn't become a place. Place making is a a, a favourite term of of, of um, development, and it's very important that the harbour front should have its own character. Well, how can it have character if you only get to see bits of it? after a long journey on an underground train. It's, it's not going to develop in that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the existing walking uh, facilities aren't too bad. And we've taken to sort of going to Admiralty on a Sunday morning and then walking along the harbour to Wan Chai and then getting the ferry over and then getting some lunch in on the other side. Yeah, I mean, mm. and, and the, the bikes are massively flexible. They, yeah. they give people alternatives and options. And as I say, with, with a multi-point rental service, you would create a whole ecosystem. And, it's, and, and you mentioned the ferries there. And then, then we start talking about the integration of bikes with ferries. Mm. You know, ferries are very effective ways of, of moving across the harbour with a bike. Mm. And when, if you have something similar on the other side, you then have a, a network of cycleway along the harbour front and ferries. People could live their entire lives along the harbour front and, the, and yeah. it would be a whole new network of communication. Yeah, imagine you could get a rental bike at Kennedy Town and then go, you know, all the way and then on the ferry and then to TST and then along that harbour front yeah. to West Kowloon or even Kaitak or, you know. And, and it doesn't yeah. have to be a long journey, you know. You may yeah. be just doing any any of the many segments of that. It just gives so many options. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, physically, is there, I guess this is what one thing the study will look at, but is there space for uh, cycle facilities along the harbour front? Well, if, there space, if there's space for people, there's space for people with a bike. Mm. I mean, a... a a person on a bike doesn't have to take up a huge amount of space. We're not cars that demand you know, several hundred metres of, of fixed lane and, and braking distance ahead of us, and, and nobody's allowed to be in the, be in the road. They're jaywalkers. Get them out of the way. Get them out. No, it's like people 
get on a bike and mosey along. And if you design the environment to be a moseying environment, then that's mm. what people will do. Yeah. If you design it to look like a highway, you'll, you'll attract people who want to do their, their racing times. Yeah. But this, this, isn't, this isn't about speeding and it isn't about serving people who are currently into cycling. Mm. It's about helping people who are at the harbour front get along it. Yeah, making it a place. Yeah. Okay. Well, this study will finish in September 2023. Uh, supposedly. So, supposedly. That's the target. And then there, I guess, will be a bunch of recommendations. Right. And I said this is just one section. Yeah. This is just the yeah. central harbour front, and um, which you know had the same issues discussed 12 years ago. But there's been this problem all along of the segmentation of the harbour front. Yeah. In, in planning terms, it's addressed section by section. We had this looking at the Island Eastern Corridor boardwalk where eventually, yes, we, we persuaded them or, or our efforts helped persuade them to that cycling along the two kilometre stretch of, of, the, uh, of the Island Eastern Corridor boardwalk uh, was a good idea. But at the same time, we were also talking to the Wanshai development mm. process saying, oh, having a three kilometre section of cycle route along the harbour front would be a good idea. Yeah. And sometime towards the end, they kind of twigged. I'm sure they knew in theory, but you know, there was talk of... Oh, well, we can connect them together. Yeah, brilliant. We can connect them together. <laughs> they will have a five-kilometre section and we'll be partway towards the full 17 kilometres that yep. could be a cycleway along the northern Hong Kong Island shore. Yeah, right, 17 kilometres. So where's that from? That's from Kennedy Town, is it? That's from Kennedy Town to, well, to, to Chai Wan, if we include Chai Wan. I mean, maybe it's going to Saki Wan or maybe it's going around the headland on a wonderful yep. um, cantilevered route that goes around, around that no, that hill, avoids mm. Chai Wan Hill mm. um, and allows the people of Chai Wan and Heng Fa Chun to, yep. to, to have ready access, to, uh, not using motor transport, um, along, the, along the waterfront. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. So what's the latest with the Island East boardwalk? Well, it comes and goes. Mm. I mean, there have been all sorts of hiccups. Um, cycling is still in the mix. Mm. It's still part of the intention. Um, the width gets varied. I was looking through some of the some of the history actually before talking to you, and you know, back in 2012, the the study uh, and the conclusion was that cycling underneath the Island Eastern Corridor was not possible because it's only five meters width. It's not. It's 11 meters width, as as we said at the time, and as they now recognise. And 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 it also, they didn't think the piers of the Island Eastern Corridor would be strong enough <laughs> to stand the weight of a light metal structure that carries a few people on bikes. Mm. Now, that's all been shown to be hogwash because now we are getting you know, a, a, a cycling element in that in that route. What yeah. it is quite, we don't know yet, but cycling and walking along the harbour front for that section. Okay. Are you happy with what, what's been proposed there? Do you know, you don't know exactly what it's going to be like? Well, we don't know what it's going to be like. Um, there's, there's another process running in parallel centred on uh, Kai Tak, Mm. of the development of shared-use paths. Yeah. It's something we've been pressing for to be part of the planning for a long, long time. We just want the recognition that cycling doesn't have to be on a four-metre you know, fixed cycle track built to all these specifications that limit how land is used. We, you know, we have limited land, and cycling is a very flexible way of getting around. And and so to limit the the ways in which it can, it can be allowed was was just not helpful mm. to improving Hong Kong's shoreline. So this shared use path has been trialled briefly in Kuantong, um, and and it's it's definitely what we're going to get in in certain places, including uh, Kai Tak. What it will mean in practice, we don't quite know. Have we got that anywhere else in Hong Kong? We've got a, well, I guess we've got informally 
Lama Island is a sort of shared use. Oh, well, informally, there's all sorts of good things going on. I mean, yeah. Moiwo, Lama, all sorts of places, and, and much of the northeastern and northwestern new territories have people getting along, using bikes, cars, and on foot perfectly happily. Well, you say that, but Lama, I used to live there. There was a lot of quite nasty stuff against cyclists, in fact, especially Lama's, around the Lama's ferry possibly, possibly a, a bit more difficult. Yeah. Narrow paths. And you know, if some people are inconsiderate or some, whether mm. they're on the ones on the bikes or the ones who are making yeah. a fuss, um, you, know, you, can, you, know, you can get conflicts. I mean, one conflict was that even people who were going quite slowly on their bikes, there were those that said they shouldn't be allowed and they should be only allowed to walk with their bikes, which, of course, takes up more space. Well, the people, the problem there sounds like people who aren't happy with others riding their bikes slowly. That doesn't seem like a cycling problem. That's a a problem of the people who can't tolerate other people around them going slowly and carefully. Let me tell you a story from Britain. In North Wales, there's a, uh, I can't remember the name of the town, there's a, a wide promenade, long promenade along the seaside frontage. And lots of people rode their bikes along there, people walked, people walked their dogs, everyone had a pleasant time. And then through some pressure, a, a cycle lane was painted along part of this promenade. Mm. And the cyclists, anyone on a bike was supposed to use the section. Mm. And within days, there were all kinds of conflicts. Mm. People who were on the bikes saying, you're in my space. And people who were walking saying, you're not in your space. Get over to the other side. of the." Yeah. And this went on for about two weeks until everyone settled down and said, let's just ignore the stupid <laughs> yeah. paint. Carry on as we used to when yeah. everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. Certainly you have that feeling like in Chung Kwan when there's uh, insurance salesmen and telephone salesmen on the cycle path. I feel the same way. It's like, as, as get some, out of my path. Some yeah. of my fellow cyclists mm. get very have very strong views about people walking on the cycle track. Mm. Now, I, I certainly recognise that there are some people who walk on the cycle track or, or push trolleys uh, or walk dogs in ways that are dangerous and causing problems for other users. Mm. But then there are some people who are jogging along the cycle track, keeping well to the side and, and holding a steady line. Mm. And you know, I don't actually have too much problem with that. Yeah, yeah. I think tolerance can go a long way. Yeah, I'm thinking about when remembering uh, driving in Lahore and uh, Karachi and the roads there, are just they're just wide open spaces with donkeys and camels and bikes mm. and motorbikes and cars and people. And everyone's just sort of jostling along at seven kilometres an hour. Yeah. And uh, it works very well. Very few collisions. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone is looking out, aware and tolerant. Yeah. And, and, and there are places in the world too where that works just fine. If you've just jumped into this, I'm James Ockenden, editor of Transit Jam for Wam Bam Tram's summer podcast. I'm talking to Martin Turner, the chairman of the Hong Kong Cycling Alliance, about harbourfront cycling in Hong Kong. <laughs> Now, I'm thinking about this harbourfront cycle ride that uh, you've been doing since 2007? Seven. 2007, yeah. Right, I joined, yeah. I think, 2011 for the first time. And mm. I'd heard about it and got quite excited about it and actually bought a bike to go and join that event. You, good man. Yeah. Which, well, apparently I didn't need to because you were renting bikes out at the uh, the playground there, which is great. Yeah. But it was it was fantastic. And to see that connectivity, and I didn't really know much about cycling in Hong Kong at the time, went along to see what was what. And that was so long ago. And mm. very little has happened. Yeah, it, it's true. I mean, we've had a series of, we had nine of these rides now, um, Harbourfront Bike Ride, in support of the Harbourfront Cycleway. Yeah. Now, very specifically, this is a cause. You know, we want cycling along the Harbourfront you know, in some way, shape or form to be on the agenda. Mm. And, you know, it's always been rusting around the edge of the agenda. Everyone thinks there's a cycle way going to be part of the harbourfront. Official them, you know, know this and, and they try to accommodate it. Way back when, was it 2012? 
2012, I think. Yes, 2012, the Isle Harbour Front study said that we were told that there'd been a, an in-depth study of cycling. Mm. We never got to see it. They never released it. We, we chased it. We asked them to, oh, you've got an in-depth study. Great. Let's have a look at it. But it never came out. Mm. Um, we just heard the conclusion that, oh, it, it doesn't work. There's not enough space because of the very specific demands uh, from from the, the planning regulations of four metres of concrete and must be one metre of extra to allow for keeping people away from those pedestrians who are mm. this different breed of person. And, yeah. and it, it just wasn't flexible enough. Oh, perhaps on the brighter note... If I, if I can just jump forward, in, in 2017, 2018, Development Bureau did commission a, a, a major US agency who'd been involved in cycling development there to plan for the alignment of a, a cycle track from Shenwan or, or even beyond to Saiwan Ho, mm. the largest part of, of the Hong Kong Island Harbour Front. Mm. It doesn't seem to have been connected to any of the other planning. We're still now, you know, with this latest study that we're talking about today, back to the segmented geographical units. Yeah, and it's still... I mean, even scooting for a three-year-old is is frowned upon on the the new harbour front sections around Kennedy Town. And uh, well, now we're moving on to another aspect, yeah. which is the management of the harbour front. Mm. Now, who manages the harbour front day to day? Leisure and Cultural Services Department. Yeah, and they and, and they do it. They're given all these chunks of public land to manage. You know, the whole harbour front as it is being opened up, and you know, over the. 15 years or so, we're finally getting to more and more of the harbour front being publicly accessible. But LCSD are a very small and unimaginative department, bless them. Mm. Um, they only came into being with the demise of the Urban Council in 1999. They don't have any policy sense. They don't have any planning capability. They are managers and implementers of, of the wonderful pleasure ground regulations. Mm. There is a single set of rules for what are called pleasure grounds, which could be anything from a, a beach to a park to a sitting out area. And there's one set of rules. They've only got one set of rules. And they, whenever they're given a new piece of Hong Kong's land, they, mm. they apply the rules to it. They yep. add it to the list. It says no no cycling, no sitting down, no lying, no ball games, no, yep. no, no skateboard. kites, no shouting, yep. no people of a verminous disposition. <laughs> yeah. and, and No open sores. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so there's no thinking going into this. You can look at a park or a section of, harbour front and say oh this would be perfect for cycling or football or flying a kite yeah and the reason that those things are banned is because it's just been added to the list of all the things that are banned yeah we've been up to one of the uh, the cycle training areas like well i don't know what they're called for for kids up in kowloon city mm. um i forget cycling the, parks cycling think. park now there's a wonderful track for the kids to learn and it goes up and down and around and it's got road markings on it so i've took my three-year-old there now she can't quite cycle on her own yet especially on a steep hill down or up. Mm -hmm. So I jog along alongside her. And then, of course, the guard comes running out, screaming at us, no people on the cycle track. (laughs) (laughs) So, But also no cycling on the people track, so she can't come along with me. So I have to be six metres away from her. And this is a train, this is for children. The cycle parking, the cycle parks are um, are used as some kind of substitute in in planning and, and, and thinking for real cycling. What their purpose is, it's kind of limited. I mean, yeah, I didn't round know. around in a circle yeah. on a bike. That. So my five-year-old was very bored after doing three circuits. So it was good for the three-year-old to learn. But if I can't jog along with her, then I'm not going to, you know, it's not good for us. Yeah. So what's the uh, point? This all reflects just a lack of consideration, of thinking of planning for what cycling is and how people in Hong Kong actually now mm. like riding bikes and much more to the point how they could and would 
if the if the whole issue was addressed and, and integrated into way Hong Kong's plan for transport and leisure. So so we were talking about LCSD and so of course they apply that to the harbour front. Um, so no scooting or no doing anything. Is there a way for us to change that if enough people were to say, look, this stretch we want to scoot, we want uh, kids on small bikes? Well, or, you know, in those pleasure ground regulations that govern all of this for LCSD, there's a, a section that says the director of LCSD can change any of these rules anytime he feels like. Mm. It doesn't have to be a legal change. Mm. All of these rules are, are open to, to, to adjustment mm. um, every time there's a, there's a, a cycle park one of these little little rings in a park it's given exemption hmm. so uh, it, all it needs is for lcsd to to wake up or, or be given a, a kick up the backside hmm. and um and and start selectively working out how the different spaces they operate can best serve the public they had done that in sun yat-sen park they had made a little stretch for small bikes but it is a very little stretch mm. and it's not where any of the kids want it. it's more like it's set back from the the harbour front a bit the same thing happened mm. in aldrich bay park where there were lots of lots of kids riding around on their on their bikes and and i, I read about in a in a parents group the this this new sort of cycle cycling area for kids and how mm. great it was mm. and, I, and i suspiciously went along and sure enough it was in fact placed there with the intention of stopping kids mm. from riding around the rest of the park. Yeah. It was a constraint, yeah. not an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, you can only ride, the, no, your kids can only ride in this 10 by 20 metre section. Yeah, yeah. Now, West Kowloon showed a lot of promise. I, I used to live in Jordan 2008, I think, when they actually were beginning to open that area up, West Kowloon Cultural District, and there were higher bikes there. I think they were the first ones. Is that right? <laughs> Again, I'm sorry to be <laughs> damp squib here, but the the, the 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 rental bikes, which are in the form of of, of docking bikes, you know, mm. uh, are only they're only you're only allowed to use them within the park there with the 1.4 kilometer stretch yes. of path. Yeah. So you know you can go and you can you can click one of these bikes out of its rack yeah. at the one end of the. Of, of, of the track and you can ride along the track and back again again it's it's a yeah. non-useful track and, and yet it was trumpeted for years by the government in any international forum and in, in hong kong yeah. uh, as being you know hong, hong kong's shared bike system you know yeah. here it is but but you're not allowed to take them out of the park yeah it's not it's not a shared bike system it's it's just another another cycle path yeah so area. i mean what went wrong with that because when i first came across it when it was first launched it seemed like this was it was certainly limited because as you said you couldn't take them out but it seemed like this was the uh, sort of beachhead or a spearhead of something that was going to be fantastic. Well, that was a very optimistic view you took, and, and, and I certainly. You know, I was fairly new in Hong Kong. At the well, time. I, I was I was trying to be optimistic too yeah. um, about that, and 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 then to leverage it, and I I championed it in in some small ways yeah. because I wanted it to be seen as as there and happening and a, a beachhead. Yeah. Um, but but in fact, it wasn't. It was it was yeah. just another. I mean, at the time, the the West Kowloon was being it was left fallow, whilst the, the 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 long planning process wound its way forward, and yeah, so it was a nice open area of grass where you could have festivals. And it was nice. It was it fallow. Was, it was good. You it know, was wonderful. We, it was um, unplanned. Um, exactly, un, yeah. untended. Yes, but now it's covered in concrete, and, and yeah, and it's, it's supposed to be better. Yeah, let's go back to this seventeen kilometers of waterfront, which is a fantastic resource. And so, how much of that at the moment can you cycle along in any shape or form? 
Well, at the moment, that would be approximately none. Right. Zero kilometres. Zero. Mm. Zero. Cycling is, is now is prohibited still on all parts of, right. of the harbour front. Are they divided into sections by the government or is it? The planning, the planning process is, is divided and you know, very likely the outcomes will then be divided as well. We've seen recently some, some quite interesting um, developments in the, in the new Wan Chai section. There are some, some quite innovative areas there's a play area, um, which is play quite areas, fun. Yeah, yeah and then there's and some and some of the displays. It, it feels like somebody creative has been given a, a bit more role. Um, there's still not any cycling there. What what we have is is this development process where we've had to address cycling section by section. So there's the central harbour front where. No, there's supposed to be a leisure cycling track through the not quite from one end to near the star ferries to not quite the other end. There was this long process to get the Isle Eastern Corridor to accommodate cycling. You know, that's now in place. But it's in place, but it's not. What does that mean? I mean, it's in the plans. There's nothing. Oh, it's in the physi- plans. There's nothing right. physically been right. constructed yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but so it's, it's firmly in the plans. But then the the Wanjai section between Central and and, and the Isle Eastern Corridor was only really given its its small bite at the cherry in 2017 when a proposal was made to have a a kind of line of cycling from one end to the other but around half of it is what they call cycle walking sections Mm. where for one or two kilometers because the planning is a bit tricky for them there's the intention that yes you you can you can be continuing along our cycling section but it's it's a cycle walking section. You've got to push the bike oh. for one or two kilometres. Oh, and it, you know this this is like around the noonday gun, yeah. um, around from the, from the headland where the yacht club is. Yeah, yeah. You know, th- there's a limited amount of land because the Gloucester Road is ten lanes wide, and we couldn't possibly take any land from the cars. Yeah, and the you know, the protection of the harbour ordinance means that oh, it would be tricky, they say, to to have a, like an overhang of an extra three metres. In fact, it wouldn't. You know, nobody who's been campaigning for protecting the harbour sees it as an excuse to prevent yeah. the creation of a, of a through cycle way that planning in 2017 um, has come up with only this idea of bits of cycling and then bits of cycle walking wherever it was difficult yeah for quite long stretches cycle walking i hadn't heard that that doesn't sound fun no i mean it, it's quite impossible and so no. but you no know, those of us in the in the ngo community have been coming up with solutions you know, mm. there, we certainly can build uh, multi-level bridges flyovers there can be overhangs and you know there are ways to get around this to actually have a proper I mean, at the moment it's not even suitable for, for pedestrian use mm. that that section of harbour front doesn't have enough space for pedestrian use it narrows to about a meter and a bit yeah and clearly something has to be done to make the harbour front continuous and connected as we've been promised for the last 18 years yeah, yeah. it's not not continuous and connected if you can't move along it comfortably. That is a sort of sticking point around Causeway Bay, around the Noonday Gun, isn't it? I remember on the harbour front ride. Well, it's a sticking. It's just an issue to be dealt with. It, yeah. you know, we don't have the same sticking point when we want to drive a, a four-lane underground highway from one end of the island to the other. That's they not a problem. We can that, do that yeah, but quite we, quickly. Yeah. yeah, but we can't possibly, you know, have a, a bit of cycling on a small bit of overhang. That, yeah, that would be a problem. Where is it done well around the world? Where could our, our officials look to? Well, a lot, you know, almost everywhere it's being actively addressed. Mm. Every every major city in the world is pushing forward with cycling as being part of its urban transport mix and in many good places, you know, part of a harbour front development. I guess the secret is, is not so much necessarily a single model that we can copy, but the flexibility and the, and the positive approach to how can we make this work. Uh, cycling is not, not very 
uh, infrastructure intensive. It's very easy to try something and then try a different way. Just like you know, Jeanette Sadiq Khan, the cycling commissioner in, in New York, who, who would lay down uh, new cycle lanes and tracks with, with bollards for a few weeks and see how it worked. Mm. And then have them taken up and, and, and maybe lay down something more more permanent. Yeah. But you know, suck it and see. Yeah. Lay out something. Have it. That could be done now. The whole harbour front could be could have a cycleway along it. What's a cycleway? It's just some signs and a bit of a bit of space and a, a kind of a little awareness about where there might be conflicts of people stepping out and so some signage to prevent that. Yeah. Now, you don't need to wait until until the whole plan is developed to put in place the possibility of moving along by bike. Mm. That route might get moved around and. Uh, as as development took place and and, and into a final ar- alignment, but you you can have you can say oh yeah let's have cycling along this back bit here which isn't currently being used and then as it's as it's developed it, it may get moved or rerouted or part of the road might be shared or part of the pedestrian way might be shared it doesn't have to be planned into the ground and take fifteen years yeah yeah what's your relationship with the government as Hong Kong Cycling Alliance because presumably they're not really listening. Are you actively talking to them on a on a regular basis? We you know we have done over the years, especially you know, through the the Harbourfront Cycleway. I, I assume we're talking about the the Harbourfront Cycling here. Yeah. Um. And, and you know we've we've pressed for the same you know same basic issues to be you know for it to be connected for it to be for it to be considered uh, connected and the results come back. Our our interactions tend to be mm-hmm, interesting. We hear you. Mm-hmm. Um. The results come back with bits of cycling appear in different places, um, and then we try and and make them work and join them up. There's there's actually less and less feedback, mm. um, and so now you know, I I don't I don't hear very much. Mm. I, I you know we feel more isolated now than we we ever have done. To be honest, is that because of the you know government's got different priorities, or they've just given up on on cycling? I I, I don't think a, I think they they've always hoped they being I don't know who it could be transport department can be development bureau mm. um, not so much centrally. I don't I've never heard cycling being considered at the exco level. But the, but their take I, I think is I hope cycling goes away, but then it doesn't because every time the public is involved, they say we want cycling on the harbour front. So something something there'll be some sort of cycling element there and i i just imagine that once you know once there are people around on bikes then people will make their own way and whether it's allowed approved enabled people will ride their bikes where it seems sensible and interesting and fun and useful to to ride them and perhaps the government will catch up later i mean there's one and a half billion people cycling regularly yeah. in, in the world and hong kong people aren't that different Okay, Martin, I think that's, uh, that's us out of time. So let's wrap this up and uh, say thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Martin. And by the way, anyone interested in getting on a bike in Hong Kong and not quite sure how to start? Well, Martin runs the Critical Mass on the last Saturday of every month. We meet around 12.30, either at the Central Star Ferry Pier or the TST Clock Tower. And you can check out Facebook Critical Mass Ride HK. Always fun cycling in the group. So next time we're taking to the water. We're talking to an expert on ferries about the water taxi and how Hong Kong could adopt a Melbourne model for some of its water transport. Thanks for your support. Please bookmark, subscribe, and we'll see you next time.